BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, guys. Welcome back to We Met at Acme. Today's episode is one of my good friends, Ariana. She's incredible. She's crushing it. She wrote a book. I'm not going to tell you more because I want you to check out the episode. But first, I'm going to answer a few of your questions that you had written in. So many Valentine's Day questions, but we did address this on the last episode. I would say if you're not official, you know, just to repeat, if you're not official with someone on Valentine's Day, acknowledge it. You don't want this weird elephant in the room. Just be upfront about it. You don't have to do something if it doesn't make you feel comfortable, but acknowledgement, candy, chocolate, whatevs. How to attract people naturally in real life at bars or social events. Smile and be truly enjoying yourself. Like don't fake enjoy. Actually really enjoy yourself. Why not? You're at a fun event. Talk to as many people as you can. Think of everything as a way to make new friends and, you know, have interesting conversations. And then you're just naturally attractive because you are enjoying yourself. And that's really awesome. Someone wanted me to talk about rebounds. I don't really believe in rebounds. I think that it's just, you know, a relationship that happens sooner after another relationship. I don't think that there's like a real rebound thing past like age 20. I think people just know themselves better and they know who they are and what they want. So when they get out of a relationship, if they meet someone right away, great. Um, if they don't for a while, great. I don't think there anyone should be passing judgment on either. How has it been dating since you don't drink? That's a great question. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm very new to the dating world again. Um, and I'm upfront about the fact that I don't drink. And, you know, the right person is okay with that. And will say something like, oh, you know, been trying to cut back anyway, or ask mindful questions like, would it, do you mind if I have some wine or something like that? And I don't. I I don't at all. Um, it's, you know, my choice. I don't feel the need to drink, but I would never judge someone else for doing so. And I find that I'm such an extrovert and like an open personality that I don't really need um, like social lubricant that is drinking on a date. So I did think it was going to be really scary, but I found that I'm connecting better with people because I don't drink. So it's been good. It's been really good. Moving on from a healthy breakup. Why is it so hard when there weren't any problems? It's hard because you can't pinpoint like why it didn't work. It just was a feeling. And so 
you just have to ride with that feeling, I guess. But it's but it's tough. It's tough. You want a reason to to hate that person or to make it easier. Someone asked, how do you know if the person you're dating will be a good parent? I think that this is like, I felt like I kind of struggled with this in my last relationship. I think that, you know, there's always like that mom complex or that dad like complex where you are comparing them to what your own parent of that same sex is, which is definitely possible. But for me personally, because I can only really speak to that, I think if a guy is warm and loving and not afraid to be open about how he's feeling about things and, you know, like adaptable to different situations because you have to be as a parent, then I can see them as a parent. I mean, if they're if they're responsible, if they have self-respect, then like you see them as a parent, you know, um, you don't have to see them with kids to to envision that. But if they are if they have really great qualities, then it's easy to imagine that. And then um, someone asked my process of getting, of moving on. Um, it's it's a process, definitely. Every process is different. Mine has been a lot of distracting, um, but also like feeling the emotions when I do feel them and putting myself back out there. And lastly when they say they're busy at work, is that an excuse? Not necessarily. I mean, if they say they're busy at work and they don't message you any other time, like even when they're done with work, it is an excuse. If they are genuinely busy at work and then when they're not busy at work, they want to talk to you and show you that they're interested, then it's not an excuse. So I hope that made sense. Anyway, Thank you guys so much for listening to this a little scattered solo. And I'm so excited for you to listen to Ariana and let me know your thoughts. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be back with Ariana from But Like Maybe and now her book, But Like Maybe Don't. (laughs) Is that how it's supposed to be read? Pretty much. You nailed it. Amazing. So how exciting that you have a book out. I still don't believe it. It's like a serious life goal for everyone. You know, I feel like I remember being a little kid and writing, writing books about like cartoons and now it's actually happening. So it's very full circle for me. It's so amazing. Uh, But thank you so much. Of course. I feel like you... I was just listening to this uh, podcast about Dr. Seuss the other day Mm -hmm. and like his life and his characters. Mm -hmm. And I feel like your characters like have such a distinct look similarly to to his. Oh, thanks. That's an honor. Like, I feel like, do you feel like married to the look? Totally. I feel like my style is like crappy, but fun, like (laughs) recognizable, simple, just kind of like I want it to feel relatable and easy. Like I'm not a super detailed artist. You know what I mean? It's just like supposed to be poppy and fun. And like, that's her. She's just like two eyes and a face and like a crop top. I love it though. I I feel like (laughs) not many people can, can emulate that the way that you do. So it is really cool. People say she looks like me and I'm like, I don't really know how, but cool. I'm down. She She has like big eyes and like a big ass. Wait, so let's talk a little bit about like what the message is in this book because it is dating related. It's very, yes. very, yeah. So basically I called it, but like maybe don't 
because it's a compilation of short stories of all of my dating woes. And it's meant to be kind of like a guide of all of my mistakes so you don't have to make them. So you can read about how I deplaned an aircraft because my crush texted me. You can read about how I moved to L.A. because I had a summer romance that I thought would be forever. You can read about, you know, how I got slow faded into oblivion and then the guy ended up marrying someone else. And (laughs) like, you know, and then you can see all the silly kind of sad things I did and not do them or relate to doing them as well. (laughs) Exactly. I love that. I feel like I, when I'm giving advice, all I'm doing is trying to say like, don't do this because I've done this and this is how it ended. Right. So let's, let's like do a little game where we go back and forth and say like something not to do that we wish our 21 year old selves knew. Ooh, this'll be fun. (laughs) Um, I think my first one would be don't be a puppy. Mm. do not like a doormat like not necessarily doormat I mean when I say puppy I mean like anytime when I was seeing a new guy like he'd be like come visit me at work and I'd be like okay or like right like too eager comes come to this um thing I'm doing or like want to meet me for lunch today and I'd be like okay like you know like it was like even if I had something to do that day or if like I had plans with my friends I would like just completely ditch everything. Mm -hmm. Or I would like, you know, figure some way out to see him. Like, you know what I mean? And I just think you have to have your own thing going on your own schedule. Like you can't ditch everything and come when they say come. I agree. But what if you don't have a lot going on? How do you resist being a puppy? Well... I'm not sure you should like go like lie and say like, oh, I have this like, you know, and like maybe make stuff up and and play games. But I do think then maybe you should get more going on. Yeah. Make keep yourself busy, Mm -hmm. you know, because otherwise it's too you're too available. And and I don't mean that in a game playing way. I just mean that in like a very honest way. Right. Like, you know, everyone wants someone who has something going like I don't know of their own yeah yeah I mean it's attractive exactly like it's weird if it's so funny I saw some meme once that was like first like you're really busy and then like you start to like me and it's like where'd your job go yeah you know (laughs) like yeah and I think that's like kind of a theme throughout the whole book is like that I kind of tried to figure out and learn about myself is that I didn't have my own thing going on Mm. and Ironically, through drawing these cartoons about like making fun of myself, I made this thing of like that now I have something going on. Now Mm -hmm. I have my art. Now I have my cartoons. But it's like kind of like, you know, this process of like I kept making these guys run away because like all I had in my head was boyfriend, boyfriend, husband, husband. Like, you know, and it was I think they could smell it from a mile away. Oh, yeah. To be honest, I was obsessed. Mm hmm. And yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's just, it's so obvious when you need something or like you've convinced yourself that you need something as opposed to just like wanting it or having fun or enjoying the process. For sure. Um, I guess my thing would be like, don't put all your eggs in one basket, which was my go-to when I was in my early twenties. Yeah. That's hard. It's hard though. Cause when you like someone, what are you supposed to like go on other dates just because? 
do you think? Like, not just because, but I almost feel like when you do start to like someone is when you should go on like at least one or two more dates. You think? Um, just just to like, just to not get, if you're the kind of person that like can get obsessive, like mm-hmm. just to not get obsessive and just to not start to like jinx it kind of or yeah you know because I see so many friends of mine who get like super excited about someone and then they will focus all their energy on that person and then when that person isn't interested but I guess this goes back to like having your own thing going on too mm-hmm. but when the person isn't interested they just like they crumble right and it just like it's earth shattering it's like that meme it's like Friday like oh my god I met the this guy it's amazing yeah, yeah, then yeah. Monday never mind yeah exactly. <laughs> like, you know? exactly um I think also I guess you could say that going on a date or two would make you realize maybe if you really liked the other person Right. If you like the other person yeah. or if you originally were right and that other person was like, great no, yeah, for that's you. what I mean. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Like, oh, yeah, actually, like these two dates sucked. I'm, I like that guy better. Right. So yeah. like now I'm fucked. Essentially. Right. <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying this episode with my friend Ariana. And I just wanted to let you know that independent of our friendship and and this episode, Ariana's book, But Like Maybe Don't, is so incredible. I'm holding it right now. All the comics are incredible. Lots of original comics. I think most of them are. And just, it's so real. It's like this side of her characters that you don't see all the time on the Instagram. And there are so many lessons in there. I don't know what you know about Ariana, but she... She used to work in corporate fashion and she was doodling like her dramas on on the floor of basically her studio apartment and then decided to chase her dream and make the Instagram butt like maybe and it totally took off. And since then, she's been through so much, like so many ups and downs, so many really interesting things in her own life. And as a result, she wrote this incredible book, but like maybe don't. And you can learn so much from it. Also, you can laugh. Like it tells you it's like funny comics about how like texting your ex and different girls you might find on a bachelorette like we talked about. It's just so funny. So but like maybe don't is available wherever books are sold. Go check it out right now. Order your copy and let me know what you think because I'm a huge fan. Check out but like maybe don't wherever books are sold now. All right. Hope you're enjoying Ariana. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill from Breaking Beauty Podcast. And every single Wednesday, we chat about the skin, hair, and makeup musts that are actually worth the spend. And you'll hear from the industry's top founders about how they broke into the business with their best-selling beauty product. We also deliver the best in beauty tips from insiders like Kim Kardashian's makeup artist, Makeup by Mario, and hair guru, Jen Atkin. And as beauty editors ourselves, we personally review the damn good products that you need on your top shelf right now. Listen for free every week for your ultimate beauty fix. Ready, Jill? Like Like a a cherry bomb. bomb. What's another thing? Um, Maybe like too soon. Decisions too soon. Mm. Um, Rushing in. I think, like I said, you know, there were things that I did where I was like, um, let's move across the country. Let's, you know, um, 
quit that job because he's living here or, you know, um, I'm going to get this summer house because he has a summer house there. Like, I think there's things we do to almost like orchestrate being close to someone. Right. And I think that's really dangerous because you're putting your life, your life in the hands of like hoping something will work out. Yeah. It's really dangerous. Yeah. And I've done that more times than I can count. Like the moving for, for someone. Yeah. Moving for someone. I mean, that was a big one. Mm -hmm. You know, I dated this guy, we had a Hamptons summer romance and I was totally head over heels. And at the end of the summer, he told me, look, I didn't want to tell you this because I thought you wouldn't like me if I did, but I'm moving to LA in September. And I was like crushed first of all. But then like my second instinct was, well, I'm going to move there too. Like Mm. I'm going to make sure this works. And I uprooted my job. Like I changed my whole life and we were still talking. But then when I moved there, we literally went to one movie, one movie. And that was it. How old were you then? Uh, 24, Mm -hmm. 25, I think. How were you not like so incredibly angry? I was. I mean, I guess it was like your own decision. Right. And that was the thing is like he kind of was like, well, I didn't tell you to do this, which in fairness, he didn't. Mm -hmm. And I kind of told everyone like, no, this is for me. This is I really want to move to L.A. I'm sick of New York. I want to do this. You know, like I even convinced myself, I think, you know, and like I think my friends knew my parents knew. Um, But that was you know, it it did. I think everything cheese alert like happens for a reason. And I had two years in LA that I really enjoyed. Um, then I came back to New York, (laughs) but, um, it was a lesson for sure. Right. For sure. Wait. So I just realized that I started this episode as if like everyone knows everything about you (laughs) because we've done an episode before and because you're my friend. Yes. But I, it was a while ago though. I know it was a while ago. So for anyone that like is listening to this episode as the first episode, I'm going to do like some basic background. Hey gang. So, um, where are you from? Um, I am from Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Okay. So small town of Michigan and, uh, it's a Detroit suburb. Went to University of Michigan, moved to New York, and worked in fashion and moonlit as a cartoonist. And um, now I'm a full-time cartoonist. I draw cartoons um, about my life as a woman in New York, navigating single life, dating, texting, hangovers, relationships, all that kind of stuff. Work, your boss. And um, it all started after I got dumped really badly in Central Park. So it was kind of what spurred the. I feel like everything good, everything good starts from heartbreak. A hundred percent. Everything good. Yeah. You got to turn your broken heart into art. You have to. You must. So what do you. So right now you are single. Yes. I am too. Crazy. (laughs) Um, Crazy that that we've aligned in this way. What would you and say? And Virgo-like-ish people. And Virgo-like-ish people. Um, so Ariana's a Virgo for everyone listening. What's your rising and moon? Honestly, I always forget. I have to look. At, I have, have to, to look, look at my uh, co-star. Look at your co-star. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about, basically, I'm I'm pretty much in my 30s. Like, mm-hmm. I'm 29. So I just, yeah. I assume, like, I'm 30. You yeah. Know? Um, 
what would you say is the difference between dating and your like being single in your twenties and being single in your thirties? And and I ask this because people, you know, my friends are like, oh my god, we're turning thirty. Like I'm so sad, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm so happy. happy. Yeah, no, I think that's the difference for me too. I feel like in my twenties, I feel like I was very obsessive and must align to this timeline and must do this by this age and how am I not this yet or whatever and now I'm just like man I know what I need now Mm. I know what I want I know what I deserve and I know all the mistakes I've made and I won't settle and I want also like I want a life for myself Mm -hmm. I think that I for so long made my life about finding someone and, you know, serving that person and being that person's, you know, whatever. And now I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't spend any time thinking about what I wanted or what I, what my plan was or what my life was going to be like, you know, because I was just constantly just so focused. And now I'm kind of like, you know, I think there is a part of me that's like, oh, wait, like I'm not I don't have like kids and all that on the radar yet. And like my friends are freezing their eggs. But then there's a part of me that's like, well, I got to do this stuff first or I won't feel fulfilled. Exactly. And also like you have a book now if you want to freeze your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you can freeze your eggs whenever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is really cool to be someone who is working on like like not even working on themselves just focusing oh, yeah, on themselves. Oh yeah, definitely working on myself. And working on themselves, yeah. focusing on themselves and crushing it as opposed to trying to find your identity through someone marriage. else. Yeah. yeah, and I think that was my problem and um you know, not to say that's I don't want to like tell anyone that that's bad, but it wasn't good for me. Right. Um and you know, like for the first time, like I'm seeing a therapist, I'm learning more about myself. Like, you know, I look back at all the relationships I had and I'm like, oh, that's why that didn't work out. This is what I need. Like, you know what I mean? And I think it's so refreshing. Like I used to think like by now I would have kids and be this and have a house and like all that. Cause I grew up in Michigan and that's what people do. Yeah. And that's what people do. And now I'm like, oh, I still want to go out. I still want to like travel. I still want to. And I don't feel apologetic for those things anymore. And I don't feel wrong for them. And I feel like it took me a long time to be okay with that. Yeah. And for the first time I am. And I know like it is really cheesy now that I'm 30. Like that age is is just a number. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, wait, like, am I sure? But like, am I having the best time of my life? Yeah, that too. Mm -hmm. You know, like, do I want to go back to when I was 21? No, like, no, never. Because I was the most, I I was really, I think I was sad. Like I had a great time. For sure. It Looking back, I feel the same way. I'm like, I was so sad, so insecure, like cripplingly insecure and had no idea what I wanted and who I was and any of that stuff and let let myself be treated right in a in a way that I would never allow today. I mean like crap. Yeah. I talk about this guy that I you know saw for 7 years off and on. You know, and it's just like I just 
would go back to him every time we'd have sex. You know, he'd tell me one nice thing. I'd hold on to it, cling to it. And then, you know, I'd hear he was dating someone else. I'd date someone else. Then he'd text me and I'd run back to him. And it's just like, it was just this pattern where, and I kept holding on for hope. I was like, oh, you know, one day we're going to end up together. I know it. He told me I'm special. Like, you know, and it's just like, looking back, I'm just like, you're so fucking stupid. Like, also just like sad, like pathetic. Like, I want to yell at myself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel like when you finally know yourself, whether that's at 30 or 40 or however. Yeah. You not only would you not accept that treatment from someone, but you wouldn't treat someone badly either. I agree with that. I feel like even, you know, recently, like if I get a text or something that rubs me the wrong way, I'll like joke and be like, okay, bye. Like, but like, I'm not joking. Yeah. Like I'm like, you know. Yeah. It's so (laughs) easy to create boundaries today, which I never, like if you told my 23 year old self that I would tell someone that I don't want to hear their opinion on something. Yeah. I'd be like, that's funny. Like, that's hilarious. (laughs) Like, I will welcome any garbage person's opinion and let it affect me. Right. But now I'm like, no. Like, when I went through this breakup, I, everyone I told, I was like, we broke up. I don't, I don't want to hear about it from you. You're like like, their opinions. Yeah. Like, I don't want a word. Right. I just like want a hug. Yeah. And you can tell me you love me. Right. Or you hate me, but I don't want your opinion. That's actually on my breakup. That's really nice it's, that you did that. It's just like I'm too. It's not even I don't even think it's I'm too sensitive. I'm too aware mm-hmm. that my decision was aligned with me. Right. But I don't need anyone's opinion. Well, here's the thing that I've learned about relationships, breakups, people to people in love. It's no one else's business. Like, honestly, why it worked out, why it didn't work out, why they're, you know, what problems they had. Like, it's between those two people. And, you know, and you kind of learn, I feel like, that shit happens. And it's not necessarily one person's fault or the other person's fault. It's kind of like, you know, it's a combination of things. It's, you know, where those people are in their lives, you know, what they want from their lives. And, you know, sometimes, honestly, like, it just sucks mm. to go through. Um, but yeah, I, I admire that because I think I'm still learning to do that in all aspects of life. I worry about what people think. Yeah, no, me too. And I need to cut that out. Yeah, no, me too. And it's so interesting because I was taking a Pottermore quiz on which house I'm supposed to be in in Harry Potter. <laughs> um, have you ever taken that quiz? No, I haven't. But I feel like I'd be Slytherin because I'm secretly evil. I know. I thought that I would be Slytherin <laughs> and I was taking it like thinking I was going to get Slytherin. And then so when I first took it, I got Hufflepuff, which I was like, that's cool. I don't really get it because I only know Gryffindor and Slytherin. Right. You know, like I'm not that Harry Potter well versed. Yeah. I'm like, I'm either Harry Potter or... Malfoy. Um, Malfoy. Like yeah. there's no in between to me. Yeah. So I got Hufflepuff and then I took it again and I got Ravenclaw. And I, again, like, what I, are these I houses? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, And and one of the questions on the quiz, I'm like, why did I bring this up? One of the questions on the quiz was like, would you rather be loved or feared? Wow. And this one I always like struggled with growing up. And I, I obviously there were more options. Actually, it was like, would you rather be loved or feared or trusted or blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. I ended up choosing trusted. Okay. But I was looking at love and fear and love and fear. And I was like, actually, if it was just those two, 
I would rather be feared. And I know that sounds crazy. No. But it's like, I would rather be feared because I'm so clearly like all about my opinion. It's not changing as opposed to like, everyone needs to love me. So I have to bend my opinion to meet their standards. Yes. You know, you're so right. Uh, and that's like the lame person like of me. I'd probably be like, I want to be loved because I want everyone to like me. And then that's such a like lame thing a loved person would want. Like, you know, I'm like, no, that's but me so too. me. Like, but, why did but I me even too. But by the way, like that is why you are so successful because when you make your cartoons, they are applicable to everyone. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and therefore- well, it's like everyone can love them. But my, one of my favorite cartoons that you that I've seen you do was the it was like all the different girls at a bachelorette party. Oh yeah, it was so <laughs> good. It was so good. What, what were they were like? It was like the like the one who's like trying to get everyone to drink more. Yeah, there's definitely like the the one who's trying to hype everyone up. Yeah. There's the maid of honor. There's like the family the, or like the family, the family friend, friend who's yeah. like, I knew you when I was five. Right. Why like am I the, here? Like the sister-in-law or the, something. Yeah, there's a sister-in-law. There's like the new mom. Yeah, who's like, oh my God, let's get let's fucked get up. Like my kids are, <laughs> yeah, are at exactly. home. Yeah. yeah, there's all this. There's the, the martyr who I love to say like is the person that stays up and cleans. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I honestly, who are you? I feel like I'm the martyr, honestly. I feel like I'm a mix. Uh-huh. I'm like the hype girl and the martyr because like yeah. I want everyone to know I'm like, I cleaned after all you bitches. You're like, and I was fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. That's um, big dick energy is like when you're drunk, but also taking care of your friend. Taking care of your friend. Oh, that is big dick energy. Yeah, yeah, fully. Yeah. I I, I feel like that's like something that would be attractive to me in a guy. Yes. Like I need you to be drunk with me, but also in control of Mm -hmm. me. Like you need to pull me by the hair. (laughs) Fully, fully, fully. It's so funny. I am... I like saw I ran into an ex recently and the last time I saw this ex I literally threw up on his shoes like it was so crazy and embarrassing and it was obviously after a night at Acme Uh, clearly um clearly and I uh, this is completely irrelevant but I guess I'm just bringing this up so here we go please and I just I was like I'm so sorry that I threw up on your shoes on you and he was like it really wasn't that bad like it wasn't I'm like huh like how can you how much worse (laughs) and say like it really wasn't that bad I just thought that was so crazy that's awesome but but that's another thing that like I would never do in my 30s yeah like ever 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 yeah no I'm with you because it's weird I definitely you know I used to make jokes about getting blackout and like whatever and like I definitely, I'm not saying I'm an angel now. Yeah. But I think like when I drink and party, like I'll be out till 4 a.m., but I'm still in, I'm in control. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds terrible. No. (laughs) But like, I'm not getting to the point where like someone needs to like help me up. Right. Where like that's definitely been the case before. Right. And I think that's another part of being 30 that I'm like, chill with yeah yeah for sure you know like I know I'm getting home yeah and like you know that like it's your home right you're not like coming home to some like annoying yeah, roommate exactly so another thing that I think about all the time is like a lot of my friends are married I don't know if like you're in that same yeah. place where, well like, it's like half and half yeah. kind of but I sometimes feel like I'm like I talk to my married friends more and mm-hmm. and I'm like you know that now that I'm single like I I'm like, do I sh- like, what do I share with people? Oh, you know? right. Like, like what's too much? Yeah. Like also I, I feel like, like, do people still like talk about sex with 
friends at at this age or like right are you not supposed to I guess I'm that's like one thing that I'm not great at is holding back about sex mm-hmm. like I'll like have a cocktail or something and I'll be like oh my god like he made me like come so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? like, I'll just be like, I'll just like say it or something. And and I feel like it's a little out there. Yeah. But yeah, I I guess I wouldn't say that to a married couple. You're right. right like right. I would say it to my single friends. Right. But yeah, right. I think there is a boundary there. Because like also it's like if that's my, I don't want my friend's husband to hear that. Yeah, I I actually made that mistake recently. I was telling a girlfriend um, about a guy I had gone out with. Yeah. And like we hadn't done anything, but a a friend of mine had slept with this guy too. Uh Uh-huh. And she like told me about his stick, essentially. Right. And so then I was repeating what that friend had told me to my girlfriend. And her uh, husband was sitting on the couch. And he was like, well, now I know, by the way, what this guy's dick looks like yeah he's like so I will never be able to, to be okay with him it. yeah or like look this guy in the eye and right. and I realized like yeah I guess that's like not you have to do it just one-on-one with the girlfriend yeah otherwise it's just not it's just not gonna work yeah no I agree with that I think there is a boundary level just because it's someone else's man mm. like because then you're you're almost like getting their wheels turning about your sex life which I think is probably not cool to your friends. So husband. true. So true. I you didn't know think I mean? about it like that, but you're right. That's what I, that's how yeah, I probably think yeah. about it. So on our episode, like a few weeks ago, we talked about how vulnerable you should be with someone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you get more vulnerable as you get older because of confidence, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like, would you say to a guy like, I like you or like, I'm starting to get feelings for like that kind of stuff. Or do you feel like that's not Necessary. I I definitely get smushy like that, mm-hmm. but I do still think I'm old school. Is that I will say it, but I feel like I want them to say it first. Mm. Like I want him to be like, you know, you make me so happy, and then I'd be like, you make me so yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my god, I like you. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? But like once he like cracks open the door, then I'm like fully game to just let put my heart out there. By at this yeah. point, because listen, at this point, if you're not giving me back like the feeling that I feel, then like, what are we doing? Yeah. If you don't, if I'm already there and you're not, then like, you're not going to get there. I don't think. Mm. I guess that's my feeling. Like you either like someone or you don't. Yeah. Or like you're either on the same page as someone or you're not. And that can't be good either. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Cause like I have friends that are like, Oh, you know, go out with him like a couple more times. Maybe you'll change your mind. And I'm like, I don't, think that's how it works no I actually even think like setups are hard for that reason because Mm. you're not choosing the person unless unless I say to you like will you set me up with your friend I think they're cute yeah if you just decided yeah yeah, if you just decided like I'm gonna set these people up I think forcing like a setup not a good idea forcing like from it I just think any anything forced is not good like right now I feel like I need to be consciously choosing someone that I go out with. Right. Otherwise, I won't be into it. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't force it after a first date unless there was, like, something that, like, I could hold on to. I get that. But if I was, like, in pain talking to them, like, I went on a date and, like, we didn't get deep at all. Like, by the two hours had passed and I was, like, 
So where'd you, you go to camp? There. Yeah, yeah, because I'm too nice. Oh, see, like no. I couldn't one drink minimum. That's my I, thing. Like I, I couldn't. Know. I just couldn't. I I think I alluded to like having to wake up early the next morning, but then stayed like another thirty minutes. <laughs> I, I was terrible. Oh gosh. And then literally, as as the date was ending, I'm like, where'd you go to camp? Like, why? Are, we should we not s- be talking about these like formalities. Still. Right. Yeah. You know? That's two hours in. And you're talking about camp still. Yeah. Now. It's, yeah. It, it's it was brutal. Um. Okay. So we're gonna play. This fun rapid fire game where we go over our poll questions and get your opinion. Your poll questions are my favorite. Oh, yeah. I literally go through all of them and I'm like, "Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, no, Uh no. I'm dead. Okay. And it makes me feel so much better about the answers. Oh, my God. Good. Are you in the minority or the majority? I'm usually in the majority, Mm -hmm. but every now and then there's something that trips me up and I'm like, oh, really? Mm. Okay. Do you think telling friends and family about someone you're excited about can jinx things? I don't think it can jinx things, but I'm at the point now where like, until I really like that, like don't do it too soon. So what, like after four dates you would tell them or I wouldn't have it on like a, not necessarily like a number, more Mm -hmm. of like a feeling. Mm. But I know like, I guess, I guess that's the question in itself, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you that it's like more like a feeling than a number, but it's like, how can you trust your feeling? Right. You're right. It's hard. Yeah, it is hard. I, I guess like if you really want to be safe, maybe like after your official. Yeah. But I then think, it's like, well, who is this person you're official? Right. Like, and then everyone's mother, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I think that was like, we had a joke, like me and my parents, like it's in, it's in my book actually. Like they were like, just don't tell us anymore. Like, yeah. stop telling us. They get too attached. Yeah. Or like, it's just like, you know, what? Na- who's next? You right. Know? So like, yeah, I think. Just- so I'm going to say, yeah, just in terms of like, don't. And yeah. People agree, apparently. Um. Okay. Let's see. By what date can you eat food off their plate? Three to four dates or five to seven? Oh, three to four. I agree. Oh, we're in the minority. What? Listen, if we're dating, I'm. We're sharing. Yeah. Like you're sipping out of my drink. Like we're making out at that point. Like I just feel like the benefit of dating is that you get to try more foods and not just order one thing. Yeah. You get two things. So let me touch your plate. How do you feel about um, toothbrushes? No. (laughs) No. I actually, I remember I I was dating someone like in my early 20s and I, I slept at their place and they were, and I didn't have a toothbrush and they were like, oh, just use mine. Yeah. And I did. And then I never wanted to see them again. Here's my thing, though. Yeah. Can I just give a point of I contrast? know if you're sucking their dick. Yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> What's yeah, the yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> there is no difference. It's just like weird. <laughs> OK. It's just weird. I get you. Like an old roommate used my um, toothbrush accidentally and like I, I needed a new one. Yeah. It, like, it doesn't Listen, matter. I get it. Yeah. If you live with your partner, how often do you text during the day? I guess like this is in an ideal world, right? One to two times or more than two? Probably if you're living with that person. I don't know. You're probably texting more about like, what do you want for dinner? You know, it's less like. like, Yeah, but I would say more than two because it's like, what do you want for dinner? And then it's like, oh, I'm going to the store. Like, or it's also like, and look at this article. Like, it it was funny. Like, let's discuss later. Yeah, it's more. You know? Yeah. But like, that's me. I like love to be in communication. Yeah. Yeah. Your roommate's partner's in town and staying with you. You Oof. don't mind at all, but they're taking over the apartment and no, making you mind. feel like an unwanted guest I do in your mind. own apartment. Very much. Say something then or wait till they leave and then say something. 
Um, I think here's the thing. I've gone through this before and you have to say the first of all, it should be said before the roommate, the, the partner even gets there. Like the, you mm. should have some rules. I think yeah. like Saturday night, it's all yours. Right. Friday night. If you wouldn't mind. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. But but you forgot to have that conversation and now you're in the the mm. this situation. Well, I think you have to say something or else you're going to grow more angry and resent right, them. And right. then it'll bl- you'll blow up. I'm going to say say something. This is fun. This is interesting for you because we just talked about how we like are like this. But yeah. do you think it's better to be fake and nice to everyone even if you don't like them? Or be real and not go out of your way to be nice to someone? Like, is it better for everyone to think you're nice, you're nice or real and not apologize for it? Ugh. See, I struggle with this. Yeah. I was actually just talking to someone about this the other day because they're a person who just is blunt and says says it how it is. And I'm a sugar coder. So I'm going to say be nice to everyone because I'm a pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so it's actually that's the minority, but I don't believe people. Like I think they are just yeah. nice. I it's funny. I find that it's harder sometimes to be to be real with my close friends than yeah. it is to be with people I don't know and I'm giving advice to on Instagram. Oh. Like if someone if someone messages me and they tell me a story and I'm thinking to myself like this guy's not interested, I'll be like he's not interested. You need to move on. Like have a but good like day. to your one of your best. But friends, like my best be friend like, says me the same story and I'm like, well, like maybe yeah. his dad was in town right because I I know how sensitive they are yes but I do think that's another thing with age that I've gotten better at I've been like listen you just need to move on well in my new friendships I'm like yeah he hates you yeah like honey like run no one likes you also like everyone hates you and like those friendships are actually have more depth yeah I feel like because I'm able to say that but I I just find that like some some friends of mine are so sensitive that I do yeah. I do sugarcoat for their own benefit. Yeah. No, I get that. I haven't before and they got upset. Yeah. No, you know? I get that. So hard. Like old friendships are hard. Mm-hmm. Do you have an internal monologue where you say full sentences to yourself in your head? I definitely say things to myself in my head and not necessarily act on them. Mm. But yeah. You had plans with someone you've been seeing for two months for the past week and they canceled the day of. Oh, I think canceled is spelled differently in real life. Anyway, sorry. It's a, it's a Virgo. Um, legitimate excuse. They forgot they had tickets to something. How do you respond? Show you're annoyed or keep it cool? If it seems legitimate, I would be like bummed. Right. But co- I would show that I was bummed maybe, but but like keep it cool. I would try to keep it cool. So I would say keep cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Ooh. So... I love well those. done. I love so those. fun. So I need to think of more. For yeah. The day. Um, but I'll send you some. Yeah, please I have do. questions of my own. I'd like answered. No, I want to ask them. <laughs> but I was thinking, so obviously we usually end on a quote, but I was thinking maybe we can like read an excerpt. Okay. So I'll set up the story. Okay. I'm listening. This is a chapter about a guy who did the slow fade on me. Mm. We spent like a kind of a summer in the Hamptons and um, I became obsessed with him. And then he kind of, eased me out of his social circle. Brandon did manage to take me out to dinner on my birthday, probably out of guilt. I'll never forget that night. I had hope for us. I bought a new hot pink dress. It was a bit on the short side. Okay, very, very on the short side. But hey, why not? It was my day and I felt fabulous in it. I think the restaurant was called Market. 
It was somewhere in Flatiron. When we arrived for our reservation, we ran into a couple he knew. They were something out of the preppy handbook, pearls and plaids. Brandon embraced them. They chatted for what seemed like hours, but was probably only minutes. And there I stood behind him like a dummy. No introduction, no mention, nothing. I felt so stupid that I left and went to be seated alone. When he finally joined me at the table, I asked why he didn't introduce me. He told me that I looked ridiculous. He was embarrassed of me. And guess what? The following weekend, the house in the Hamptons was full, so he couldn't bring me. Sorry. I saw photos online. The girls from the previous weekend were invited. I was beside myself. What did I do wrong? Was I too young? Not serious enough? Not educated or traveled enough? Or was he only down for the fun and carefree part of dating me? Was I just not fancy enough for a real relationship? And there's another don't. Don't ever let someone make you feel less than. It doesn't matter how old you are, where you're from, where you went to school, or how many stupid countries you've been to. If they can't get with you for you, screw them. Or don't screw them. (laughs) I love that. Oh my God, I was like getting emotional. Yeah, I think that's like weirdly... I picked it because it's kind of like a weirdly emotional passage for me because it was this guy who I kind of held up on a pedestal. Yeah. You know, he was like an Ivy League grad. He was Mm. in finance. He was so handsome, had all the right things. And I was probably seven or eight years younger than him. And it was right when I moved to the city. And, you know, I was thrown into this world where I was very not... I felt very lost. You know, they were all talking about European vacations and, you know, charity benefits. And I was like, what? Like, you know, I Mm -hmm. just like I felt very like I wasn't one of them. And then I felt like he kind of thought I was stupid, you know, like or kind of thought I wasn't serious. Like he didn't take me seriously. And I think that happened a lot to me um, when I was dating guys. Like I felt like no one took me seriously. And I was like, what? Like, I'm fun. Right. Like, and I think I still have that kind of in me because I'm like kind of a silly person and I have that like insecurity. But like that was something that I really wanted to to impress on other people when they read this. It's like, fuck that person. Like, don't yeah. let anyone make you feel like you're not good enough. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I have been there too. Yeah. And it's it's a shitty feeling. It's the worst feeling, you know? And I think especially in New York, there's a lot of that atmosphere and you have to like kind of keep your head out of that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very, it's a, it's a bad place for your mind to go. Don't let your self-confidence and your security go there. Yeah. And also like, don't let someone limit, limit you in terms of like, Oh yeah, I'll do this with you and I'll do that with you. But like, I won't introduce you to this person Yes, or like, Oh yeah, you can come to. And like, I'm guilty of this too. Cause I, I've done it in reverse, but like, this guy that I was seeing in my early 20s invited me to his brother's wedding and he was like, but come for the after party. Oh, yeah. So like you're it's not like, why in the am pictures. I not the main event? Yeah. And it's like and I was like, yeah, oh, my God, like huge. You want me to come to your brother's wedding instead of like you want me to come to but, the after party. Right. And like, no, just be there. It's so true. So you don't have no one. Here's the thing. You want someone who is so fucking proud of you, wants to show you off to the world. Yeah. And shout it from a rooftop. Yeah. You know, don't have some like you don't want to be anyone's like side hidden. Yeah. You know, and I think for so long I put up with that. Mm -hmm. And it's just not not cool. No, it's not. 
Thank you so much for coming back on. Thank you. So excited to read this book cover to cover and let everyone know where they can buy it and um, follow you. So the book is in books everywhere that sells books. Um, It's on Amazon. Uh, But you can check out all the options on www.butlikemaybe.com. And the book is called But Like Maybe Don't. And I'm But Like Maybe. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Write us a review on the iTunes app and check out our website, wemetatacme.com for more information.